Hello, and welcome to Natural Geekery. This is a podcast that focuses on role-playing games, creativity, storytelling, and the flow that can happen when friends or strangers sit down with some dice, some rules, and decide to tell a story. We currently feature an actual play called Wild is Plus, where there is no GM, only two old friends using a few rules and creating a fantasy world and a story from random die rolls. My name is Brian. Welcome aboard. So back many, many months ago, Dr. Hip and I decided to take a bit of a break. Um, the once a week schedule was just getting to be a little too much, mainly for me. Uh, the editing and putting the podcast together was just too much, just taking too much time. I talked about that in other episodes. And we also saw some very busy times ahead for us, and we knew that we weren't going to be able to give it the same amount of time and energy. So we took a break. We never intended for the break to be as long as it was. I definitely never intended that. It's just that, well, life happened. And it's just one of those things. Um, We're not doing this as a full-time job. This is an on-the-side hobby and trying to share the love of this hobby and this game and and how to play role-playing games and doing this without a GM experiment. All of that was just... It's a bit of fun for us, and when things got really busy, we kind of had to put some things to the side. Unfortunately, it was a lot longer than that. Part of that problem was um, my computer. Uh, my computer that I had been doing my episodes on really started running into some problems, and I'm actually doing uh, this episode on that same computer I just decided to grip my teeth and get through the editing process as best I could, given the the hardships that I'm facing. Um, I just, bottom line, I need a new computer. Um, I'm trying to work my way towards one. I had money saved to get one, and uh, that didn't work out because life came calling in the form of... Uh, finances and car repairs and helping one of my kids out. And yeah. So the next thing I knew I was out my, without my fun for my computer and also life was getting busy. So here we are. Um, that is still something that is in the works and hopefully will be worked out fairly soon. But in the meantime, Dr. Hip and I were able to get together to, wrap up our Wildest Plus storyline. So we're going to feature that next. And then at the end of that, for the outro for this grand finale, I am going to talk a little bit longer about what's coming up. Because though this is the finale of season two, this is not the end of the ride by any stretch of the imagination. We're going to get back up on the horse, and I fully intend to get some more episodes out and to kick off a season three, which will hopefully be sooner than later. And yeah, that's it for now. I will join you again uh, on the backside of this episode, and we'll talk all about that. But for now, sit back, grab some snacks, get something to drink, and let's enjoy the finale to season two Wild is plus.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Wild Is Plus. Woohoo! <laughs> it's been a while, and we are excited, as evidenced by the ever-joyous Dr. Hip. Hello, Dr. Hip. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm fantastic. I'm so excited. Um, we are actually back on... We're back on the saddle again, boyo. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's been a lot happen. There's been a lot under the bridge. Uh, we I've posted some of this for the patrons on our Patreon website. It's been crazy. We were going to take a little bit of a break. And we had a lot of things going on in our personal lives. And we were like, okay, we need to slow down and we'll take a break. And that break was only supposed to be like a month, I think, or like six weeks. Here we are. It's like, what, four months later. Um the show was sleeping. It wasn't dead. It was just pining for the fjords. <laughs> so we're sorry about that, but we are back. And here's what we're going to do with this episode. This episode is going to be... Dun, 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 we're going to try and wrap things up. Dr. Hip and I have talked. We are in a perfect position to wrap up our current story of Luden and Hazo and the ancient Outlander ruins and the Dark Fae and the Shadow Fae and... Skokel the Black Dragon. Well, we're not going to wrap right. it up completely. This there's going to be chapter fun. of this. This chapter. <laughs> it's important to note this chapter is going to get wrapped up uh, because we're going to get this out and then we are going to put forward season three. And season, season three has a bunch of goodies coming up. Uh, we'll have interviews, of course, with gamers and game makers and game masters and game players and all that good stuff. Um, but we will also continue Wildest Plus, and we're going to continue it with a se into Season 3 with a continuing story of Luden and Hazo and Drakenfeld and the Drakenfeld, uh, uh, Drakenfeld Surveyors Guild. So there's much more to come. Excellent. Hopefully. And we're going to talk about, we'll talk about that later. Um, maybe I will do that as part of the outro for this episode, or maybe we'll do a special episode talking about what's coming up for Season 3. I think that's it. Let's, uh, unless you want to add anything, Dr. Hip. Now let's jump right in. Perfect. I love it. Let's do it. Previously on Wild Is Plus, Hazo, the Gnome Ranger, played by Dr. Hip, and Luden, the half-orc paladin of Sadara, played by Moa, had ventured into Outlander ruins in search of secrets and artifacts. They found that in a old dragon temple of these ancient ruins that had been there long before the Outlanders had arrived. They investigated the ruin and the temple. They found a cave system underneath, which led to an ancient old sort of uh, hiding place underneath the, the temple itself. This in turn, they ran into a ghost of an ancient dragon priest who they were able to follow out to this other cave system smaller in nature that led them outside and let them get back outside of the ruins themselves. Um, all of that is contained in the previous episodes. I highly suggest you go back and listen to them to get the full detail of what happened, but that'll give you an idea. They are also joined by Rarsa, their outlander companion and guide, as well, who, who I believe is also a half-orc, and Tamaska, who is Hazo's she-wolf companion, um, and buddy and pal and overall general good wolf friend. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so 
that's where we are. We are just outside of the cave system. This particular cave system, Luden had seen previously in a uh, drug-induced uh, special ceremony that they went through with the shaman Gratha of the Sabertooth Tiger clan of Outlanders. Um, Holy pictograph! Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which was eloquently described in detail by Dr. Hip. And then we, we wove that into the story. And this is, they have just seen that. Luden is a little shaken because he's just, he had a vision a few days ago as part of the ceremony. And then it has all come true, except for the whole Skokul flying at him and chasing him and trying to kill him. So far. So he's pro so far. It's early. It's early on. And. And that's where we are. And I imagine Luden is probably nervously looking around at the sky because he's expecting the rest of his vision to come true. But before we get started, we're going to deviate a little bit from our standard scenes and chaos roles. Uh, our goal here for this episode is to wrap things up, to kind of get everything as wrapped up as we can and get us back, hopefully, to the city. Um, so we're going to forego scenes. We're just going to kind of ask questions and move things forward because I think we've got enough of a narrative and a storyline now. I mean, if we have surprises, we have them, but you know, we're just going to, we've got a goal in mind this time and hopefully we'll get there. We'll see. We reserve the right to make this an ep two-parter. <laughs> see what happens. Okay. So we're outside the cave system. One of the things we found in that, in those the ruins in that cave ruin system underneath in that, that hiding spot were three ancient tomes. One of them was a journal mm -hmm. that depicted the persecution of the dragon clan followers as much. I, mean, that, that I don't know. We know that as players. I think we determined that as GMs, but I don't think we actually know them, but we just know we have three books that could have extreme value to history and lore and, you know, maybe a little monetary gain there. Um, but we want to get these back to the, to the Explorers Guild. And we've sort of worked out a deal with the Shadow Fae that were in the ruins, which is what the Outlanders asked us to do. So I think it's time to head back. Mm -hmm. um, Rasta is itching to get back. I would think so. She didn't like, like that ghost at all. <laughs> Does she? Oh, that's right. That's right. She didn't. She hated it. Matter of fact. Yeah, she was. I think she's seen between the uh, owl bear attack that we had to deal with, and yeah, the ghost and all this crawling around and in caves, running I into the. She's done. The uh, shadow pay. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yes. So I think yeah, she's done. She's ready to go. Um, I don't think we determined what time of day it is um, when we finally got out of there. According to my notes, it's like yes. late afternoon, early evening. Okay. 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 Perfect. So as players, we're not going to worry about what the, what we're not going to worry about the GM side of this, but as players, what do we want to do? So in character, um, Rashta would probably suggest it's time to go back. Uh, Luden would agree, uh, we need to find the best way out. Um, but I don't know if we want to do that at dark. That's pretty dangerous. And we have most of a day's travel. So I, 
suppose we could either stay in that small cave, which I don't think Rarst is interested in. Nope. And, or we could... <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. We'll just... Yeah, that's fine. We don't need to roll for that one. And uh, so we'll probably need to make camp um, out somewhere here. We need to find a, a decent campsite. And you know, he continually is looking up in the sky for something. And perhaps a little away from this cave, I imagine we maybe have an hour. We could maybe go an hour before we lose the light we need to make camp, get away from this cave, make a camp, and then we can decide how we want to go from there. Sounds like a good plan. I, I think also um, I'd like to make sure this cave isn't found anytime soon. Perhaps we should cover it up or we could do something with, um, I don't know if you want to make any kind of trap or any sort of way to keep it from getting into, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, for can we conceal it somehow? Mm, yes. Um, what? Um, you're the uh, Hazov. You're, you're the woodsy one. Uh, is there something? What do you recommend? As uh, you want to try and give it a go, I can help. Do we need to just gather some trees, or what do we need to do? Oh, well, I have a stunt pass without a trace, but I also just have. We could really make it invisible with that. I would just have to. Make a make a fate roll and blow a fate point, but I can do that. Okay, so um, yeah, so let's talk about how how. So we'll just grab a grab a brush and grab some brush and grab some stuff to clear it up. I'd say you probably only need to do like, I would guess that's probably you need a plus two maybe. Okay. Well, there's probably to, to at least get it marginally covered up. And if you roll really well, then if it's like a complete success, then you'll get to, you know, it's going to be completely hidden. Which stat am I using for that? Intelligence? Am I being, uh, yeah, being yeah. smart about it? Let's. I, I would go with intelligence. I was thinking maybe wisdom, but I think intelligence um, would probably be the best. I'm trying to figure out if Luden can help you out in any way. I rolled a three. Um, oh, you a raw three, or is that with your bonuses? That, that's with my. Uh, I rolled a one, but I have an intelligence plus okay. two. So, okay, so you made it by one. So, I mean, yeah, we can. Let's just rule that you, we get it covered up well enough that it's not going to be gonna easily somebody, seen. Yeah, if we look at the fate ladder, it says good. So it's. It's a good job of covering it up, and someone would need to beat a three in order to find it. So I think that's good enough. And that's probably going to take maybe a half hour, maybe ish. Mm -hmm. So that leaves us maybe thirty to forty minutes or so to head out and find a place to camp. Here's the question: Do we want to just do some general rolls? Like I don't want to dial it in too tightly and be like, "Okay, what happens tonight? What happens in the morning? It's, what happens as they travel?" Yeah. So I think we know Hazo's more than competent enough to find us a campsite. And I say that that don't need to roll that. So I think maybe we just make some general yes, no rolls to determine, do they get back to the, the outlander camp safely? What do you think? Yeah. Do, should we maybe make one or two rolls? Let's make two, one for the, for the night and then one for the day. Okay. Like, can they, now, do they to, have a, find a good campsite and have a, whatever an uneventful evening yeah i like that i like that and then um 
So one for the evening and then one for the general travel back. Exactly. The day and a half travel back to the Outlander camp. Okay. I am fine with that. We are not going to worry about chaos at all this game. We're just going to put that to the side. We're just going to call it 50-50. Um, well, we're going to we're going to say that it's um, likely that you're able to find a camp and little will happen. So, so that's going to give us a plus two. two. So we're going to roll D10s and we've got to beat the 11. I'll, I'll roll gonna... one, you roll one. Yeah, the old way. There we go. I say the old way. Oh, my dear. I got one. Eight. What did you get? Eight. Nine is nine, right on it. Nine, ten, eleven. So that's a yes, but according to the system we have been using all of season two, a straight up eleven is a yes, but. So yes, we have a night, but something happens. Hmm. Um. It could be weather. It could be a critter. It could be a critter. Could be. Let's see. A visitor. Um, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> The ghost, a dragon, a, a ghost, a dragon, a werebear, a dark ape bear, an owlbear, the owlbear's pissed off mate. Um, who knows? Okay, so let's just let's boil it down and ask simple questions and see what the, the GM Oracle wants to tell us. Is this weather related? And it's just going to be 50-50, no modifiers. I got a two. One. Three. Not weather related. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matter of fact, it, it is a perfect night for camping. It's early spring, right? Didn't we say it was spring? Yeah. Okay. So then... Um, we need what, some like what? descriptive words to give us a, an idea. Okay. Let's... Cause, okay. So let's go... You want to go to the old... The meaning, the action table, yes. the descriptors? All right, fine. Let's do it. I roll one. You roll one. I'm rolling on the second yeah, table. Two table two. That's your your table two. I'll roll table one. I got a straight up fifty. Helpfully. Ooh, I already have an idea. I got a hundred. Young. Helpfully young. Okay, I've got an idea right off. Do you have one? <laughs> nope. I think that either Grotha's younger brother or sister has been following us, or. A younger member, like a, like a tribe, a group of younger hunters from the Outlander tribe was scouting the ruins and they find they come across us. Uh, or I would, yes, I like it. I was actually going to say that the whole barbar or the Outlander tribe decided to pick up and come this way anyway. And they're, oh, Lordy. and like the, the front well, scouts are there, but that might be a little much. It's a, I think it's a bit much just because they were involved with the, was it the dragon clan? And there was all that stuff going on. You're right. There. Could it's be a little been a day and a half. too soon for that. Let's go with your idea. Let's just, okay, we'll go with my idea. We're not even going to roll. We'll just say that that's what happens is during the night or as we're setting up camp, there's a moment when we're a little concerned because there's somebody coming towards camp. And all of a sudden out of the edges of the wilderness, uh, I'm just going to roll a D6. Um, four members of... Oh, here's a question. Are they members of the Sabretooth tribe? What if they're members of somebody else's tribe? So let's roll real quick. I'm going to say it's likely because they're the ones that knew yeah. we were coming here. The other ones... I'm actually going to say it's... Yeah, I'm going to say likely. it's very likely. I'm going to give it a plus four. Okay. okay, so I got a 10. There we Four. go. Four, got it. 14, 18, boom. It is definitely members of the Sabretooth Tiger Clan. 
they would see uh, Rarsta and not shoot at us or attack us. <laughs> and so they come in and would probably hang out with us that night, which makes us even more safe and then probably help us figure out where we are in relation to the ruins and then find our way back. Does that work? Yes. So we can just, I wonder if because of this, we can, we don't have to worry about a role or let's do this. Let's make a role to get to back to the Outlander clan. The question will be, do we get back there safely? And then we'll make it a likely. Yes, because exactly. Because we we've got. Okay. Okay. So that happens. That's pretty cool. Uh, we meet some new Outlanders. Um, the next morning we break camp and they, they're going to help us find our way around the ruins and back to where we know the way to get. And they'll, they'll go with us. So do we make it back to the Outlander campsite? Without incident. And safely. Without incident. Without incident. We'll give it a plus two. I got a three. Ten. Okay. Woo. <laughs> Woo-wee. Thanks for coming through on that one. So that's 13, 14, 15. So yes, they lead us back to the Outlander camp and we're back. Good. Cool. That went better than I thought it would. Yeah. No dire cave bears um, this time. Oh, geez. Um, so we get back to camp. Uh, we are greeted. We're brought in. We probably are sent to go talk to Gratha immediately. Um, it would be because it was, wasn't it a day and a half? I thought it was about six to eight hours. Um, That's right. So we would, if we get up in the morning, yes, I think you're right. And so it would be early evening when we, or like late afternoon when we get in there. Yes. So let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about what happens when we come into camp and what occurs at camp. And we can make a roll to see does something occur in camp or is there something. Let's just do that. Let's just roll to see. Um, I would expect them to want some sort of either council meeting or a, or like a, at least Briarspear and this other dragon clan yeah. leader and Gratha. And- yeah, I agree. So is there... Um, do they call us into a council meeting once they know we're there? Um, that's going to be a likely, so a plus two. Ah, rolled off my desk. I got a five. Seven. Twelve. Thirteen, fourteen. Cool. All right. So that's a yes. So they call us into a council and we're in, I imagine we, te- we would, as a player, I mean, we don't have any reservations about telling them what we encountered or what happened, do we? No, and, and Rost is there to confirm Right, right. And they're probably going to trust her as primary. Right. She's going to tell them everything that happened with the Shadow Fae and that the Shadow Fae, because of Luden, let's not forget, because Luden talked to the Shadow Fae and, and they were able to work out a deal that if the Shadow Fae came back, they would at least work try to work with the Outlanders instead of just attacking them. Yeah, they sort of came so, to a pact. Yeah, right. and I would say right. Rasta would probably make you look really good, important, because of that. Aw, shucks. Really? Thanks, Rasta. You're a buddy. She probably would. Um, well, we can make a roll. You made it, or, it, or we can... Let, it could be a big thing for them, a big turning point, you know? It could be. Why don't... Because we were already kind of liked because of how we handled things. Let's make a roll. Does the council find us favorable? Like, 
are they really happy with what occurred? Right. Let's just kind of get a, a feel for their temperament about <laughs> what we described to them and hope for the best. <laughs> I would say it's li- a, likely because definitely there's too many positive things in our favor. Okay. I got a 10. Nice. Three. 13, 14, 15. So yes, definitely. They like what we did. It's a good thing. Can you think of anything else? Do we want to roll to see if something occurs while at the camp? I was going to say, are there any other clans that have showed up? Ooh, yes, that's a good one. Um, Are there any other clans that showed up? Do we want to add any modifiers? I'd say likely. I think so too. Has this been two days? It's it's been two days. So another clan could have shown up. Sure. Three days. Yeah. Okay. No, you're right. Let's do let's do plus two. So has any other clan shown up? Six. Nine. There you go. Seventeen. Yes. So at least one other clan. So the camp has gotten larger. Oh, here's another question. Does Briar Spear work with the council and decide to go ahead and immediately travel back to the ruins? Mm. And I think that's likely. What do you think? I, I would say very likely. He because he didn't so want to leave people. in the first place. Right. And that little so I got a 7. Uh yeah, 6. That little yes, that li- that little what? <laughs> no, I would say that he didn't want to leave in the first place, plus the whole city is big enough for quite a large contingent, which means like story-wise and narrative-wise, if anybody wants to come back to these ruins to explore them, they're going to have to have the good favor of these outlanders or these outlanders will simply pick them apart. Meaning, Nokus had a good... He was smarter than... It does! It totally justifies Nokus from the very beginning pulling his Nick Fury act of, here, take this to them. (laughs) Like, totally, like, I think this could be bad, so let's get in their best favor now. Like, that's totally, like, a sly (laughs) move that we did. (laughs) Because we still have no idea what role the Claw of Skokel is going to play in this whole thing. Which is... We have some ideas. We've, like, played around with some ideas, but we don't have it solid now. No. At this point, we we know that things are going well for the Outlanders. Um, we want to get back to the city uh, probably the next morning. Uh, do you see any reason why the Outlanders wouldn't want us to go? Except for the fact that like we could inform, like how much do they trust us? I'm thinking they trust us quite a bit, and they knew like they know where we're from. It's not like we're just going to join them. Uh, I guess we could just ask the Oracle if they stop us from going. But I would yeah. say it's unlikely. I would too. Or very unlikely because Yeah. Because of our status. It's, I'm willing I'm willing to leave it at unlikely. So let's roll. Do they try to keep us from leaving in any kind of way? With a negative two with a yeah, with a negative two to the roll. I got a six. Um, yes. One. Oof. Seven. So that's a no. 
Yeah, so they don't. They don't stop us. They probably wish us well. I'm going to say they wish us well. That was close. I was a little concerned that we were going to have to uh, fight our way out of there or like destroy all the goodwill we'd built up or have to. I thought Luden was maybe going to have to sweet talk him with some sweet, sweet charisma rolls. Um, <laughs> so they would send us on our way uh, with good luck sent our way. Good energy. Um, I'm kind of picturing the scene, but it's. I'm, is there anything else we want to add? Is there anything Grotha wants to tell us? I I was just going to say, like, it'd be really cool to have a few minutes with Grotha. To it would be, just, yeah. Yeah, to, like, basically say, why in the right of the cave did we see this pictograph? Like, how did that all line up? And yeah, yeah, let's... Um, I like that. I like that. And I think, yeah, that would be something Luden would be interested in as well. That's a really good point. So we either either Hazo or Luden would talk to Grotha and be like, okay, what's going on here? Um, and I, I have this image in my head of her saying something like, uh, the spirits decided that it was important uh, for you for whatever reason that might be. Um, I'm trying to figure out how clear of an answer does she give? Probably not too clear. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, probably not. And I was going to suggest that she might even just leave it open-ended like, well, I will be meeting again. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. It seems like likely that. the spirits will bring us back together. Our journey has not ended yet. Kind of idea. Yeah, the spirits the spirits have marked you and your friend for much more than just this. You know, that sort of ominous. Exactly. Uh, like, you're going to be more involved with this than perhaps you want to be. <laughs> um, how would Luden take that? He would probably lay it at the will of Sadara because he did see... There is that weird sim, like that weird. Oh, that's right. Uh, similarity to the the symbol of Sadara, which was found in the lower level of the Dragon Temple cult, which is something Luden is still trying to figure out. Like, yeah, that's what does huge. Sadara have to do with this? So, I think that's our hook there. Yeah, for well, more fun down the road. You were shown a vision, and it was by and large the truth. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is a big deal as well. And and was that vision given to him by the spirits? Was it given to him by Sadara? Or was it given to him by Skokul? Or yeah. something else? Like, Grotha's going to say it was the spirits. Luden's going to probably think, yeah, she says spirits. I think it was Sadara trying to lead me in a certain direction. But who's to say, really? That's just going to be a mystery that kind of maybe doesn't get solved for a while. You're on this quest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a weird like I think Luden is. I think Luden is on this quest to what what is that symbol of Sadara doing in a dragon temple cult ruin that's hundreds of years old. I can't remember how old we said it was, but it's really old. I know what's it doing there. This is jumping ahead, but wouldn't it be really cool if there was something on that symbol in one of the books we found? Oh, buddy. <laughs> is there? 
Okay, no, we're going to ask the GM because I can see. <laughs> no, dude, you got me now. Like, I can see either Hazo or Luden. I see Hazo more than Luden, like thumbing through the books Say, on the way back. Hey, Luden, look at this. Hey, Luden, <laughs> look at this. Who'd have thought? So, um, let's roll. Is there, are there symbols, pictures of that same Sadara symbol in one of the three books? And I like it so much. Let's put a likely on it. Okay. All right. Oh, I got a five. Eight. All right. Cool. All right. So, yes. So, yeah. Hazo probably finds it and is like, hey. <laughs> well, friend, um, it's becoming obvious to me that there we need to get back to the city with these books we need to find someone that can translate them we need to find out more i need to know more as to why that symbol is so predominant in the dragon cult at that time there must be some sort of connection and nothing else i need to get back so i can talk to my friends at the temple who can perhaps offer some help yes and there's so much more in these books we need, this was a really big find. We need professional help. <laughs> Sorry. I can't say that on, without a straight face. On many levels, my friend. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes, I think, I think you're right. <laughs> that's, oh, geez. That's not the whiskey talking. <laughs> so I see, like, there's the council meeting, and then I see sort of a late night fire hangout session with, other outlanders probably not as raucous as the party festival that happened um no but this is good some... news it's probably a good omen for them to be able to yeah. move back to those ruins yeah oh it definitely is you know definitely i think this this is putting so many pieces into play for future story i mean oh my gosh um Speaking but yeah of... they're going to be oh go ahead no, go ahead. Pieces of dark story. I was going to oh, ask Gratha if there was another attempt to steal the claw while we were gone. Oh. Well, let's roll. We'll just make it 50-50. Yeah. Was there another attempt to steal the claw? I got a two. Four. No, there was not. There was not another attempt. Maybe she so would just... Good. I can see her getting kind of serious and saying, the claw is safe. Don't worry about it. Mm, you know, yes. yeah, cryptic, yeah. like, don't you worry about the claw. It's in good hands. <laughs> uh, okay. I just there, thought that yeah, was, yeah. that was a good thing to circle no, back to. That is a good, that is a good thing to circle back to. Yeah. I think. No more spear dancing for me. <laughs> no more. No, <laughs> no, no. You need to take a break from that. My little friend. Take it easy on the woolly rhino mash too. <laughs> <laughs> Wooly Rhino Mash. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, the evening passes. I say it's a nice, it's a nice evening. I don't, I don't see any reason to roll. Do you? To make our life more miserable? No, I think we can <laughs> head back to Drakken Falls in the morning. I think so too. Um, I think really, um, do we just roll to see if anything occurs on the way home? Oh, yeah. We're going to get to the ferry in about four hours. <laughs> That's right. And those boys might remember us. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else 
that we need to touch on as players while we're in this camp. I think, yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I have these images in my head of like, a, basically a very quick goodbye scene. Luden and Rarsta do like a warrior's handshake and, and wish each other well. And Rarsta would also wish you well. And, uh, probably offer the same thing, like, like a little bit of a goodbye scene, you know, like, yeah, well, I have a feeling that Rasta will come around again, but yeah. 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 Hazo's probably riding the wolf around the camp with the kids, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Just being a wild yep. hooligan like usual. Yep. Just typical Hazo. I would say he might have a quiet moment of reflection too. Like these outlanders are, Maybe we can even talk about it the next day, but like, they're really un- misunderstood. Like, we got a chance to know yes, them, and they are. they're they're not um, what people believe. Well, they're not what people have been told. Obviously, they are a um, yes. I agree a hundred percent, and I think um, it would do them a service to make sure people know that. Though I imagine there will be a certain amount of um hesitation and uh, hatred toward them if they find out they're gathering like this. Yeah. But, that's... Uh, I think they, I'm, I'm glad to be able to call them friend. Exactly. So let's roll to see, uh, does anything happen on the way back to Drakenfell? Drakenfalls. Sorry. Good. Yes. Can you think of anything else? Okay. All right. Um, leave it at 50-50. Sure. Does anything occur? This is a risky roll. I'm a little nervous. I got a three. Ten? <laughs> <laughs> that means yes, huh? That's a yes. If we okay, see a so dire cave bear cub, we are no, running no, like hell. No, don't even say that. <laughs> don't even don't even invoke that. Okay. Um, how do we want to, oh, geez. So we could uh, ask like we did know what was, is it weather or like we did? Let's just, I wonder, should we just go to the descriptor tables? Sure. Let's just roll, roll on the descriptor table. I'll take the top. You do the second table. We'll see what happens. So let's find out what we run into. Fortunately. 43, harsh. Fortunately, harsh. (laughs) Fortunately, harsh. Maybe like some bad storm comes up, but it slows us down for a reason. It could be. It could be anything. Maybe we come across. Oh, maybe we come across that dire cave bear that died. Okay. So I think we've got it figured out. Um, Dr. Hip and I discussed this with the words we got, which was fortunately harsh. We did some die rolls. We asked some questions. And where we are at is that we're headed back. Some of the Kalan outlanders have come with us. So Rarsta is going to come with us with like three or four others to help basically escort us to the edge of safe territory. So we can then get to Draken Falls. Um, without any dangers, as we go along, we the one of the scouts kind of motions and 
we go, we, we crest over a hill really slowly. And there below us is a scene that is playing out. And that scene is a harsh scene of nature where the dire cave bear that we drove off, and it's probably, I'm going to say it is the dire cave bear that we drove off Yes. earlier in another episode. It's, it's died, whether it died from the wounds we inflicted on it or we wounded it enough that something else could kill it. Its corpse is in a field in a large bloody patch. All the, and all around it, well, not all around it, are two saber-toothed tigers that to these tribesmen, these outlanders who are part of the saber-toothed tiger clan, this is going to be like a very fortunate omen to see these two saber-toothed eating and working on this corpse of this massive, powerful, dangerous demon bear. <laughs> yeah. And could even be an omen for them in some way, either maybe regarding the dire cave bear clan, because we said there was one. Yep. So it's, it's like this moment of where we are just sort of looking at this scene and seeing it play out. Maybe when the saber tooth tigers looks up and catches wind, maybe Tamaska, you'd said Tamaska would maybe do something. What, what was it? Just growl. Your wolf. Like, yeah. Okay. Her hackles are up. She's, on the yeah. defensive, you know. Yeah, and so like you're like, shh, be quiet. And the saber tooth would maybe look up and look in the area because it can hear the growl and Probably looks up smells. and its maws all bloody. And we just get to watch the scene play out, which you don't get to see. And it's it's kind of a beautiful, harsh moment that may or may not represent a fortunate omen for things to come in regards to the saber tooth tiger clan. We'll let that play itself out. But that's what we that's what we run into on the way back. As players, as characters, I think Luden would just stay low and be ready in case the tigers decided to attack a large group of people, which I don't think they would. They would more or less probably want to run off. Um, but he'll just be ready. He's not going to do anything crazy. What about Hazo? He's just going to try and talk Tamaska down, like let it be, and. Okay. You know, let's I hear Tomaska barking in the background. Is that Tomaska barking yes, in the background? Yes, <laughs> she's <laughs> She's trying to scare the the saber-toothed cats off, those mean cats. Those mean cats that are surrounding your house right now. All right. So I think I think that's a pretty cool like so lifelike. It's a cool scene. So <laughs> Well, we try on Wildest Plus to bring as much realism as possible to our fantasy story game. Such realism in these sound effects. Exactly. So far, so good. And I think, I don't think anything else happens. Do we want to roll one more time with an unlikely result or we just want to leave yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Because say they left us and then we, we've got to cross the ferry, get back into town. Okay. Okay. Let's make one more roll. The last one. That unlikely, does anything else happen to slow or hinder our progress? Got a five. Two. Seven minus two is five. So nothing. Nothing else happens. We make it back into town. We get across. We we say goodbye to them. They leave before they're seen and disappear into the wilderness. We ride the next hour or so into Drakken Falls, catch the road, get on the ferry, cross the ferry. Um... And we are back in the city. We've made it back to Drakken Falls. Ta-da! 
Can you believe it? <laughs> I just want to take a moment. <sighs> yeah. Well, that's definitely a milestone for fate game wise for us to mark experience. And we can, um, we have these books. We've made it back. We get the Drakenfeld. I guess we go back to the Drakenfeld expedition or the uh, expedition. Surveyor's Guild. Surveyor's Guild. Good Lord. Um, and, but I think we keep the books to ourselves. Do we keep the books to ourselves? We hadn't decided. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. What does Hazo think? Yeah, Luden, well, no, Luden, Luden wants to keep it to himself for now because he's very, very curious what we might be able to find on our own. Yeah, we can still regarding, tell Nilkus about the other stuff. We can report yeah. back about how the meeting went, but we don't have to say about the books. We've got those little dragon stones that were by the meditation pool and... We've got enough oh, yeah, we can give those up. swag yeah. to sort of satisfy <laughs> without the big prize. We went to this Outlander convention and got all this cool swag, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And we would definitely report to him that the Claw of Skokel worked. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, and things are happening out there. And that we, they should be planning another exhibition out to the... Rude. An exhibition. <laughs> uh, uh, expedition. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Doggone it. You got me on the convention. I, I got you on the expedition. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. I think I think we're wrapped. I think I think we can put a bow on this. This was a fun story. Are we really? Are we really about to put a bow on it? Yeah. You're not. You don't sound too sure, there, Doctor. Yeah, I can't see anything crazy having happened. Let's think. Let's think for a minute. Is there anything else? No. Uh, Shadow. I mean, Twisted Fay are. They can't do much. They're only curious about the Claw of Skokel. There's. There's the only. There's some. There's some threads involving. That weird detective guy we talked to back at the ferry when we got involved in that ferry fight. Um, there's some there's there's threads with the Outlander, but that's just going to have to come across later, yeah. right? Is there a note saying detective such and such wants to see you? I don't know. Do we ask? Do we dare ask the Oracle that there's a note from the detective? What do you think? I don't think you'd send a note. He'd just come by. Or send a person. Yeah. So, yeah, but did he send a person saying, "Hey, when they get back, let's let's roll"? What the heck? Uh, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it unlikely, though. Right. All right. We, you we cool? were the cool gooders, not the batters. That's true. Let's make it highly. Uh, let's make it very unlikely. Let's give it a negative four. But if we both roll tens, then we know we've got to go talk to him. Oh my god! I rolled a ten. Four. Okay, fourteen. Very unlikely. For ten minus four is ten, but that is a no. But so no, there's no message from him, but he has us on his radar. Okay, that's cool. But we we as players, we as characters, don't know that. We as GMs know that he's curious about these two guys that got involved in that. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? Are we ready to to put a bow on this? Uh yeah. Yeah, I think I need a good bath, decent meal, <laughs> refill my flask of whiskey. Which is probably empty by now. 
Absolutely. We ran out back uh, at the Outlander camp. Yeah. So you got to get your Nomis whiskey refilled for sure. All right. Well, Dr. Hip, we did it. We absolutely did. We survived. How, how does it feel? I'm trying to figure out how I feel about this. This has been a long, long chunk of a journey. Good times. Yeah. I think it feels really good. And also yeah. partially because in the beginning we were so focused on the game mechanics and they threw a lot of roadblocks in the storytelling. Yeah, there was a lot that we were still like we were trying to do things. This was all experimental. And I think we we found our way through it. We got a story out of the deal. Um and I think more importantly, we planted a lot of seeds for more story later. Boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different directions and storylines that could spin off from this that yeah, it was yeah, a great story yeah. starter, a great Yeah, it was it was a blast. I had a blast. We learned a lot from it. We learned what not to do, what to do. I think we're just gonna carry that into season three. I'm excited about that. Um Absolutely. I'm excited with what's coming up. And more on that maybe in a separate episode, but um I think we're I think we're finished here. So yeah. we're almost out of time as it is. So thank you all for coming along with us. Yeah. And more there's definitely more to come. And uh yeah, I'll I'll leave the rest for the outro. But this has been thanks for being here, Dr. Hip. Thanks for saying yes to this crazy idea. Well, thanks for having this idea. Absolutely. It's been a great <laughs> a great journey, yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun. All right, everybody. So thanks for being here. Look for the next episode to come out. Pretty soon, we'll talk about season three. We'll talk about where we're going. We'll talk about all sorts of stuff. And definitely see you on the next one. <laughs> Good roads. <laughs> <Good roads. laughs>that was a pretty cool ride i'm gonna to have to admit i um it was an experiment from the get-go and i can I, you know did it work i think it did i really do um we had a blast we had a good time we made a story and we made a really cool game world that i kind of want to play in more and so because all that worked uh, we are going to go to season three. We are going to have another session of Wildest Plus. However, we have learned from our mistakes. Um, we had a couple things as we were developing through the episodes, and it was an experiment from one episode to the next, what was working, what wasn't. And one of the things that really came out of this for Dr. Hip and I was that we wanted something a little bit more narrative. The mythic game system is absolutely fantastic for solo role-playing and for doing this sort of thing around a table. However, with all the roles and some of the mechanics, and then when you add in the fate rule system on top of that, it didn't lend itself well. So there near the end, I started doing episodes where we took out all of the fiddly bits, basically, so you guys wouldn't have to listen to it. And then we only pretty much ran with what we had come up with. Um, and I think that was working. It was definitely working. Um, didn't do it too much in this episode. 
Uh, but and we'll see if we'll have to do it in season three. But that was sort of a yellow flag for us that maybe we needed to find a different system that worked with the kind of the game slash story we wanted to tell slash present. So to that end, when we go to season three, and this is the cool news that I'm very excited to talk about, is that we are going to be doing the next season entirely differently. We are going to have a different, more streamlined, more simple system for getting those those oracle questions down, for getting those those GM setting questions. It's going to be a lot of uh, a focus on the yes and no questions, except they're going to generate um, yes and, yes but, no and, no but kind of answers, which will then in turn hopefully you know, inspire us to come up with ideas. Uh, we have a couple other ideas for using oracles. We might use the oracle descriptor tables from Mythic. We're not sure yet how we want to hack that in. Uh, we may also just use tarot cards. I don't know. We're still working that part out, but we do know that the narrative system for getting the story or kind of getting the mechanical GM side of things to kick out more of a narrative flow. So that's the first thing that we're pretty excited about. We've given it a couple test runs and we really like it. It it seems like it's working really well. Um, Also, we are, this is a kind of a special announcement. It's not going to just be uh, Dr. Hip and I anymore. We're going to boost the cast up a bit. We're going to change the formatting a little bit. I'm going to take on the role more of a host, not a GM, but a host that will kind of help facilitate things and kind of move things forward. I did this already a little bit in the last Wildest Plus, but I will be taking on that role a little bit more and directing things so that things flow a little smoother. So you'll definitely see that. As for who the cast is, you're going to have to wait on that. That's our surprise for now, but we are very excited to have some new folks coming on to the table to, we're going to kind of expand the numbers and do this without a GM and really show what it would look like with a full game group. Well, not a full game group, but a larger game group than just two people. The other uh, bit of news is that we are going to, we're going to not use uh, the fate system anymore. Over the break, I have become absolutely enamored with the Powered by the Apocalypse game system and, importantly, Monster of the Week. And I might have to do a separate episode just on my feelings about this game system. But to keep it somewhat short, uh, we are going to take Monster of the Week. We're going to take Dungeon World. We're going to take Powered by the Apocalypse in general. And we're going to make our own fantasy hack featuring Drakenfeld and that game world. And we've already started this. We already have some playbooks built. We already have a new magic system that is pretty much in place. We have not been sitting on our laurels during this break. We've been working and being creative to come up with new ideas. And this is one of them. And we're really excited. Um, If you're interested in the Patreon for the show, a lot of these bits of game hacks will be uh, published there. So you can check them out there. We'll put the playbooks up there. We will put the magic rules up there. And it's just, um, 
the the game system itself, the Powered by the Apocalypse system, is so much more focused on narrative shared storytelling um, that we really think that this is going to be the way to go. It's super streamlined and it's going to reduce the number of die rolls we have to use. And I think at least in the early little tiny test runs that Dr. Hip and I have done, we think it's going to be pretty cool. So I I hope you guys get excited about it. Um, And so that'll all be coming up in season three. Uh, pretty quickly too. It's it's going to depend. We're, we still have to do some logistics and get some things worked out, but that will be coming up. I would hope <laughs> that we can get the first episode of that new series of Wildest Plus out before the end of the year. That's my hope. Um, we are still moving pretty slow because of technical issues and logistical issues that I talked about at the first of the episode. We're still trying to work all that out. And hopefully some of that will smooth out soon. Um, the other part of season three is, of course, we will definitely be doing more interviews. Matter of fact, season three will open with a very cool interview that I was able to record um, a couple months ago. And we'll be presenting that here in a couple weeks. Um, for the, the how we're going to put the show out, as of right now, I think we're going to go for one every two to three weeks. It's going to be a little irregular at first, and I'm hoping that the schedule smooths out as we get into 2022. We're just going to have to play it by ear a little bit. I'm going to have to beg your patience, dear listeners. I hope you can find it in your heart to uh, wait for the next one. Um, and hopefully we can get a more solid schedule as we get the the wheels rolling again. In closing, I really just want to take a few minutes to talk about the gratitude I feel towards all of my listeners, to all of you out there. This was a crazy experiment in season one to just put it out there and see what happened. It has been a wonderful time so far. I wish I had the capability to do this more often and to get more episodes out. Um, The community that has started to form, the interactions I have had, the knowledge that has been shared uh, on the show so far in the form of the interviews and talking to people who are also in love with this storytelling, gaming, hobby, medium, whatever it is. Um, I just, it has been an amazing ride for me and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate all of you. And I hope that this show has helped you in some way or form. Maybe it's given you a new way to look at how to run a game. Maybe it's given you some good advice. Maybe it's given you just the simple knowledge that um, there are others that think and game like you. I know it's a little bit more rare in this modern 21st century world. Uh, But I remember a time when I first started when it was just me and three other guys and we didn't know until I got to my first Gen Con, we didn't even know what we were doing and we didn't have anybody to kind of help guide us. We just did it and we just, we were, we were three people against the world and I as fun and as adventurous as that sounds, it it wasn't a good time sometimes because there were a lot of people that were against this hobby back then. 
And I just, if someone is out there listening and just so that they know that there are folks out there that have your back, please know that. And we will continue to have your back (laughs) as much as possible. If you have any comments whatsoever, feel free. You can reach us at naturalgeekery at gmail.com. You can check us out on our Patreon. The link will be down in the show notes. Um, reach out to us if you if you want to be on the show, if you want to be on interviewed. I would love to interview you, whether you're a first-time player, if you're an old-school grognard like myself. I would love to sit down for an hour or so and ask you some questions and let you talk about your favorite character because I love that stuff. And I think other people like to hear those stories as well. So please throw me a line and I will do my best to get you scheduled and get you on the show. Um, And yeah, if you have any comments about the Wildest Plus segments, feel free to throw those in in the email as well. And that's all I've got. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of season two and this crazy wild ride. I wish you all the best. And remember, as always, you are needed out here. Uh, Your creativity, your wit, your humor, your sense of fantasy. Just you don't know how that might brighten somebody else's day. And just remember, you're needed out here. Keep shining, everybody. I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.